Hey there, folks. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. We are coming to you from the United States, where you better watch out if you give it a rousing speech because you might end up being president. Do you remember when we could just like have a nice speech and then like walk away from it and be like, oh, that was a nice speech. That was a nice speech. But no, now it's like, oh, are you my mommy? Like, can you? (laughs) God almighty, you're listening to International Waters. Playing for the country with a stiff upper lip and a bottom lip of varying stiffness. From the BBC's Mock the Week, it's Glenn Moore. Hello. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm really good. Really good. It rained for uh, 11 consecutive minutes earlier this week and uh, roads are closed. And yoga cancelled. Houses are sliding down the 101 Mm -hmm. in the middle of Montecito. It's not great. Uh, How's the UK? Um, similar, but like less deadly. Um, we, we, okay. we don't really have sort of cause to complain. It's just, it's just generally sort of miserable permanently. Okay. Also playing for the UK from Viceland TV's Bobby and Harriet Get Married. It's Harriet Kemsley. Hello, Harriet. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? Really good. Thanks. What's new in the UK? Uh, it just seems miserable since Christmas is over. It's just a bit gray yeah. and bleak and it's going to be like that for a while, I think. Yeah. It's weird that we uh, we spend all our cold weather songs on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So Let It Snow has nothing to do with Christmas. Winter Wonderland. Baby, It's Cold Outside. Like, none of these things, Sleigh Ride, they have nothing to do with Christmas. But, like, after December 25th, they're put away. There's no fun songs for January. Yeah. We have a whole season that we need cheering through. Yeah. The problem is Sleigh, sleigh Ride implies snow. And in, in Britain, we just sort of have this sort of... It's like very grey, solid rain. And it's not snow uh-huh. as such. It's like awful fudge. Like a slush ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. D- designed to go right down the back of your neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Okay, right. Okay. What would you like to go for, Harriet? Have you got a particular one? All I can kind of think of off the top of my head is, oh, dear. Yeah, we're going to go with, oh, dear. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Just a, just a general sort of malaise. Yeah, yeah and each time we say it, we're going to have to get increasingly down about it. <laughs> oh, dear. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I love it. Uh, playing for the country that has a, a dress code or a pin for every protest. Uh, <laughs> from Max Fun's brand new game show, Go Fact Yourself, which I was lucky enough to be on very recently. It's J. Keith Van Stratton. Good day. How are you? <laughs> See, you're you're being you're you're being affected. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm very well, thank you, Dave. Uh, Dave, it was great to have you on the show. You Thanks. did a great job. That episode will be released uh, sometime in February. Great. So will this. Oh, well, synergy. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. Uh, how is your life, just in general? My life is, uh, it's okay. Mm. It's okay. No, all is well. I'm going on a big trip tomorrow. I'm going on a big trip tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm leaving for uh, Taipei. Uh-huh. And then following that, I'm going to Fukuoka, Japan. Wow. Yes. Just for fun? Uh, well, uh, the Taipei thing, I'm mostly going because it was super cheap and uh, I want to get my mileage. Uh-huh. And then uh, I'm going to Fukuoka because uh, there's a Sanrio character in the Hello Kitty family named Batsumaru that despite the fact that I'm a man in my 40s, I collect like I'm a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, named, so Batsumaru I collect, and there's an airline called Ava Air out of Taiwan that has one aircraft that they have done completely tip to tail 
in Batsmaru. So the outside is painted as Batsmaru. The seats are done as Batsmaru. The barf bags, the food is yeah. Batsmaru shaped. So I'm going there to fulfill my destiny. Wow. To collect little toys and become his own best jailbait. I love this. So that's the only reason I'm going to Japan. Although what, I'm sure there's, you know, what, ramen probably, or something. There's other stuff yeah, there, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what percentage of the people on the Botsmaru plane are there for that reason? And what percentage are just that out. baffled business travelers? I'm going to, I'm hoping that I'm I'm in the 20% or less category mm-hmm. of, of people who, who are there for it. Cause right. I could, because because that means I can probably have those other passengers, uh, you know, paraphernalia that they're not going to want. Oh, my God. I, I, need, I need a lot of pictures. So uh, you. You will, you will have them, and I will bring uh, empty suitcases that I plan to fill. Great. Yeah. Snap away. Jay I'm Keith. a grown man. I love this. <laughs> also for the U.S., from her solo show, The Wong Street Journal, and her rap album, that's a huge hit in Uganda? Yeah, northern Uganda. Northern Post Uganda. like northern Uganda. Okay. I, Civil I'm, War happens, and here, I fly in. And? America. Take it, take it home with a rap album. Take it home with a rap album. Christina Wong. Hi. How's uh, it? Good. I except for the fact that I need to know everything about your rap album. Uh, got to see the show. Got to see. Yeah, the show. you got to see the show. I'm, I'm going to be in Arizona and Canada, and then I I might be retiring the show because I've been touring it for a couple of years. But basically, I went there to volunteer with a microloan organization, um, thinking I was going to do some show about poverty and economics. And then I get there and uh, meet these rappers at a food stand in the street and. Because the guys were holding hands, all the codes are switched in my head, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's the underground gay community." Yeah, in in Gulu, northern Uganda, and uh, and they weren't just men just hold hands. Really, hip hop guys just hold hands. Yeah, men like the way that men here cannot hold hands. Like straight men do not have a issue holding hands in other parts of the world. They like come to this room where in my mind I was like, oh, they're organizing for for their civil rights. I'm going to help them. And it was a music studio and we started to lay down a track that night called Mzungu Price. Mzungu is the word, Swahili word to describe white people. Uh I am not white, but um, there I am. And uh, (laughs) and so so began my great illustrious rap career. Holy cow. At the top of Uganda, a place called Gulu. People are friendly. Don't let history fool you. At Diana Gardens, party's going down. Last Friday at the month, Tusca Pilsner passed round. Wow. All right. I might have to uh, rack up some miles. Get yeah, on a Batsmaru plane. several times. <laughs> oh, Team US, what's your buzz in word? Oh. oh, we were debating about this. He doesn't think that uh, have you caught up with Black Mirror yet is catchy or thing that people say in America. Um, All right. I hear other. it a decent amount. We'll do yeah. that everyone. If, my, 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 it's my very idea, long, though. My it idea to, to capture the, the mood of America right now is sort of similar. Maybe the, the American version of the British uh, uh, ring-in word was, is just, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. How many times a day are you saying that? Several. Okay. All I'll right. Go, this is going to be. We'll go, we, we haven't, we haven't so, decided yet. What was their word again? Was oh, it dear. Word? oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Welcome to the most forlorn episode <laughs> of International Waters. <laughs> Ever. Uh, let's get into it. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up. We like to call What's the Story? You get two points for correct answers. One point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine if we were arguing over whether someone should be president based on a speech at an awards show. Uh, buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one in, well, it's can be nowhere else but Florida, news. Deputy sheriffs in Polk County, Florida, arrested a woman who was driving on a highway and found to have a blood alcohol level of 0.161. Florida's legal limit is 0.08, but, uh, of course, nothing is ever as simple as 
just drunk driving in Florida, as our listeners are firmly aware. So what was the woman driving at the time she was approached by officers? Oh, damn. Ugh. Uh, f- the U.S. Fan boat. No. Uh, U.K. An alligator. Just steal. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, you're both sort of right. It's a horse. Ah, oh, you know, the, the, the fan boat an of the An alligator is the horse of the sea. <laughs> an alligator is absolutely the horse of the sea. However, you're both wrong. Uh, police arrested 53-year-old Donna Byrne and charged her with drunk driving after multiple drivers called 911 to report a woman on a horse hoofing it down the highway erratically. Uh, apparently, she has a uh, prior criminal history that includes drug possession, probation oh. violation, criminal traffic, yet strangely not cattle rustling, bank robbery, or high Quite a CV. Dueling, yeah. right? And is yeah, she single? she's up. Uh, she might be. <laughs> Fellas? Google up Donna Byrne. You know what? She's on Facebook for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm really surprised that she's allowed oh. to... I'm, re- well, I'm, I'm really surprised that she's been arrested for drink driving on a horse, because a horse can do its own thing. It's like, if someone gives mm. me a piggyback... Yeah. If someone gives me a piggyback and I'm drunk, they shouldn't then get arrested. So you yeah. think the horse, the horse should be arrested? Be, if the horse, the horse, horse should be arrested. The should be arrested. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I just kind of get the feeling that it's like, if you get a chance to lock Donna Byrne up, you take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just feel like she's a <laughs> menace. I finally got her. Yeah. To be fair, she had just gotten ripped off on Craigslist because she was buying a Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boom! No, no points. Not Wordplay. Boom. All right. No, 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 points. Points. no points. I got to go. No points. Question number two. Scandinavian revelry news. Speaking of drunk driving, it is always advisable to hail a taxi if you're out boozing it up, which is what one man did in Copenhagen, Denmark, this past New Year's Eve. Unfortunately, the 40-something man was so drunk that he asked the driver to take him to an unusual destination, which the driver agreed to. The question is, where did he oh ask to be taken? Yes, UK. Norway. To his home, which was in oh, Norway. going to get something like that. Two entire countries away from where he was. And he didn't uh, the fare pay. was $2,224, and he didn't pay. <gasps> uh, the trip lasted over six hours. <laughs> he refused to pay the fare. The driver called the police. Uh, yeah, so drinking and not driving is uh, is also kind of dangerous. You know, I um, uh, we had a boys' weekend out in Joshua Tree, just freak out in the desert. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Naked. Uh, maybe. And uh, one of our friends came in from New York for it, uh, went to LAX, called a lift <gasps> from LAX to Joshua Tree. Mm. At midnight. And the guy took the fare. Like, drove him all the way out there, came in, hung out with us for a second, had a shot of Mezcal, got back in his car and drove back to uh, Los Angeles. Boy, the UK listeners can really appreciate that. Yeah, I guess they can. Yeah. Listen, it's really far away. <laughs> and the desert is uh, for a bonus point, anybody, tell me something dumb you've done when you were drunk. Uh, uh, she didn't want. I interact with law enforcement. In what way? Um, I mean, all oh, okay. Yeah, so many, right? But I, I was finishing a show in San Jose. This is uh, in 2006. Yeah. And uh, my technician that tech the show uh, had a little bit of pot to smoke. Mm. I was very drunk. And we were not going very fast, but he's brown, and and our UK comics we have a thing called racial profiling, so they just pulled people over for no reason. I was shocked, yeah. right? Not even speeding, and uh, and so they put him. The cops put him. They find his film canister. This is how long ago this is. Film canister of pot, oh. and and put him in the back seat. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm upwardly looking. Uh, model minority Asian. I'm going to talk to these cops drunk, and uh, and then they they t- just send us um, upstairs into the hotel in a way. So that didn't help. He didn't mm. go to jail. They just That's sort of good. scared him. Okay, and made him crush his pot in the street. That counts as like a, a Disney level inspiring story. Yeah. <laughs> I, interactions. I got arrested in New York okay. when I was 19. 
Yeah. Being drunk. For what? Just for, for being drunk. Well, for being, wow. well, because I could never get those subway things to work. They're so difficult. So I used to just step over them. And um, I stepped uh, over them. And oh. on the other side was um, the NYPD. And yeah. um, I was drunk at 19 and had um, a fake ID for a Hawaiian woman called Collier Palisnik. That's, so <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She got me into a lot of trouble. Um, and, um, yeah, they, they arrested me. They handcuffed me and they took me to, um, to prison. And I, I kept saying, um, I'm 19, but in England, Tony Blair lets me drink. And um, they, um, it, it didn't work. They kept me in the cell overnight. I'm sure they had no idea who that was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did not work at all. Anybody else? Drunken stories. Ugh. Oh, do I have to ring in? Yeah, ring sure. In? Okay. Uh, drunken story. Uh, the last time I got super drunk, I got back together with a girlfriend I'd broken up with, and we are still together to this day. Oh, be oh. A happy drunk story. Wow. That's sweet. No points for that. Uh, Glenn, anything? <laughs> yeah, I once, um, when I was 18, decided to experiment um, to just see how drunk I could get. Oh, how drunk is that, Glenn? I was supposed to go out with my flatmates. We were supposed to go out clubbing because we were, we were at college at the time and they didn't want to go out so I was like right I will just have the amount of alcohol we otherwise would have had um, and uh, I, uh, we then went to a, a friend's house to do this and then I realised I was the drunkest person in the room and I was the drunkest I'd ever been and was probably the drunkest person in the city at that time and I was then also a- away from home um, and I got the tram home despite the fact that the tram I've never gotten a tram before in my life and it doesn't go anywhere near where I live um, and I couldn't really understand why people on the tram were sort of looking at me and people were trying to sort of shake me awake and stuff I was like just let me sleep but it was because my, my feet were on the seats and my back was on the floor and I was <laughs> sitting on a chair the wrong way the opposite way to sit on a chair uh, and I can tell you it's comfier than sitting vertically mm. on a chair because you get you get to, to lie bed. down and also you, you, you get to meet the tram driver as well uh, <laughs> he, he was really keen to talk to me oh five points to you Glenn that's fantastic thanks alright at the end of that uh, round let's recap our scores at this time they are the UK's got eight the US wow. has one oof it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's early going. It's, it's like we're being colonized. It's early days. <laughs> Don't need to worry about it. As we move on to a round we are calling hashtag ruin a romance. Uh, we are nearly free of cuffing season, so all you lonely hearts out there can go back to hating the world for all the other reasons it gives you to do so. But what to do about all these happy relationships that seem to be thriving? They're popping up everywhere. Why do they get to be so cheerful? For this round, I want you to give me the name of a popular romantic film and ruin it with one word say you've got fail or sexless in seattle or when harry left sally clearly someone has it in for meg ryan with those examples you can certainly do better than that give me your ruined romances nah oh dear uh uk oh sorry um you know what u.s got in first but i'm just (laughs) i just hear from america so often i tend to overlook it but i am gonna okay team uk Uh, no no i i i i'm I'm too polite i'm too british i'd like to hand this over to the u.s team give it over here um when harry met syphilis Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you seen the syphilis tsunami uh, billboards all over town? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the... there's so many STD billboards in LA. Yes, yes. That it's just become kind of my conscience. Yes. Like, it's just, I, just diseases just for, sort of float. Yeah. In for Team UK and the rest of the world, all over Los Angeles, there are, it looks like a, uh, like a. It's like a uh, new movie. Yeah, like a new Gerard new Butler block, movie. Bl- blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, but it's Trip. syphilis tsunami because syphilis really is. Trip, the blockbuster. Yeah, it's soaking our, our fair city. UK, what, what you all, all we have in our billboards over here is like adverts for TV shows you had over there five years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that means syphilis coming. is coming in five years. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> oh, they're ready. Yeah. 
Um, Seek high okay. ground. Uh, the, the, the movie where, uh, obviously, Rennie Zellweger uh, recovers from a, a, a dodgy meal, uh, Bridget Jones's diarrhea. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had that I, as well. I'm giving you points for the way you said Rennie, not for the diarrhea. <laughs> yes, points you. I'd say uh, four funerals and a wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Ugh. Yep. Hannah and her blisters. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're getting, we're getting a little diseasy. Yes? <laughs> Shakespeare and loathe. Yes. Uh, oh, dear. Yes. Yes, UK. Uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks blind each other in You've Got Braille. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I like that a lot. Two points for that. That's good. That's fun. Ugh. There. Yes. Shitty woman. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Uh, oh, God. We're all... We're all uh, yes. Love actually sucks. Yes! And that's a perfect one to end on. All right, let's recap our scores. After, hashtag ruin a romance. Scores are the UK's got 13, the US has six. Guys, don't get discouraged, okay? And UK, don't get cocky. Yeah, we we studied history, we we know how this ends. Following the news is hard and it sucks. How do you know which stories are important? Which sources do you trust in this post-truth world of reactionary journalism? I'm Brent Black. And I'm Travis McElroy. And we host a podcast called Trends Like These. We cover trending news stories. We debunk misleading clickbait headlines. And we always try to throw in a little bit of good news. In our quest for truth. So join us every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm Dave Holmes. I'm your host. With us playing for the USA, Jafe Key. Jafe Key? Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, that's his new name. J. Keith Van Stratton and Christina Wong playing for the UK, Glenn Moore and Harriet Kemsley. Our next round is Bail to the Chief. This episode will air just after uh, Valentine's Day and just before President's Day in the US. So there's not a more perfect time to shake loose that person you've been stuck with since before Thanksgiving, whether it's a person you loved or an orange genius of stability who runs your nation as a filet of fish fueled despot. That is why, for today, we're going to give you a series of questions based on songs about breakups or revolutions. Mm. There's no need to buzz in in this round. The questions will be asked to your teams directly. First up, Team U.S. We're going to go right in with the classic anti-simile protest song, Nothing Compares to You, first written by Prince for his band The Family in 1985. This is the version that made the song famous, recorded by Sinead O'Connor in Taking us right back to 1989, Sinead O'Connor, uh, nothing compares to you. Now, here's the question, and there is a correct answer to this, mm. so don't give me any guff. You get one try at it. The protagonist of which version, Prince's or Sinead O'Connor's, is having a harder time of it? Prince did a version. Sinead did a version. Is Prince or Sinead having a worse time in the song? There is, it is quantifiable, mm-hmm. and there is one correct answer. I think we'll go with Sinead. Sinead. I think Sinead is right. However, Woo! show your work. Why? I'll uh, give you a bonus point if you can get that. She, she, Sinead has always been in pain. I think she was born in the pain. That's and true. 
uh, a great she, banty whale of a voice. I think it's because there's a part where she keeps repeating something over and over that that, that where she she wails about something a, a few more times than than Prince does yeah. in his version. Okay, well yeah. you're you're warm for the answer. Bada, 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 let's hear yeah, Prince. Yeah. Aha! Now let's hear Sinead. There you go. Mm. Sinead is having a worse time by two days. Yeah. Her heartbreak is two days worse. It's that extra 48 hours that gets you. It's that extra 48 hours that really gets you. I think she's closer to recovery. Oh, well, that's one way of looking at it, I suppose. Yeah, I heard she she scotch taped the Pope photo up. Oh, yeah, that'll give you time for a craft project. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well done. Correct answer. Team UK, we're moving on to you. Singer-songwriter Ben Folds has written songs about practically every spectrum of a breakup, from the angry rage that demands the return of black T-shirts to the sad realization you'll never have a clean slate again to uh, abortion. Uh, All sandwiched in between thoughts on meeting Jesus while high on mushrooms. Here is a clip from the aptly titled Song for the Dumped. That was apparently the clean version of Song for the Dumps by uh, Ben Folds 5. Uh, If that were released today, the the Twitter uh, backlash, the the think pieces on Reductress, it would be uh, unbelievable before it even got out of the pre-sale in iTunes. But one of the reasons Folds is so prolific with the painful breakup songs is his own track record with failed relationships. Team UK, your question is, how many times has Ben Folds been married and divorced? I think he's been married three times because I think three is a lot. But for a guy in what his forties, I don't think that's 40s-ish. like an insane amount. I think that's absolutely manageable. Yeah, we actually he was um, we played Ben Folds um, for um, our first dance at our wedding. I didn't realize no. he had so many um, marriages. It's kind of inspiring. Wow. Which you know? song? And there is a right answer. Which song did we play? Um, yeah. The abortion one. Uh, no, uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the luckiest. That is the correct answer. Oh, I'm so glad. That's a beautiful song. However, you're incorrect. The answer is four. Oh, I would have thought it would be five. Yeah. Ben Folds five. No. Five. Yeah, me too. If he if he gets divorced once more, his exes could start their own band called Ben Folds. Mm. Ah, no, sorry. Uh, his marriage is no. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. Listen, we got writers. That's fine. Um, the marriage has lasted from one year to eight. He just had his fourth divorce in 2011. Congrats. Mm. I guess he's had plenty of time to get back on the horse one more time, but well, he hasn't done it. The horse that Dana, what's her face, has. Yes, Donna oh, White or whatever. Oh, you need a seven hours and 13 to 15 days <laughs> That's to get over it. Absolutely correct. Team UK, this is for you. One of the most famous protests in modern American history was the infamous Kent State University protest against the Vietnam War, which led to the deaths of four unarmed students shot by Ohio National Guard members. The shooting was immortalized quickly after by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, who did not shy away from attacking the president directly in the lyrics. Let's hear that. <laughs> That's plenty. 
that's money. I feel like I'm listening to my classic rock station in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> KG95, Real Rock Radio. Anyway, that was Ohio by the aforementioned set of names. The Kent State shooting is a pretty universally agreed upon darker moment in modern resistance. Yet in 2014, one clothing brand apparently thought that enough time had passed that it could make a cheeky little joke out of it. What often controversial fashion brand caused a clearly intended uproar by selling a blood-spattered Kent State College sweatshirt on their website. God, that's tricky, isn't it? Ooh. I don't know if we, we do. Have, if we I, I'd, I'd say it was American Apparel. It was by like a 14-year-old oh, I was thinking Gap, but Gap's too friendly, isn't it? Oh, let's Gap do, let's do. I, I shouldn't I, intervene here, but Gap would never. No, so um, maybe American Apparel, yeah. Because I, I can't oh. think of any other clothing brand specific to the US. Oh, okay, no. Uh, you are awfully close, but no cigar. Actually, you know, I mean, you get you get no points. But you nice colors of Benetton. No, <laughs> Jake Keith, you're chomping I, at the bit. I think it was H and M. No, no, it was Urban Ever- Outfitters. Oh, okay, oh. Then. Oh, Urban yeah. Outfitters. I didn't want to steal anyway. It's cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, they're known for <laughs> ruffling feathers. They have a history of selling racist and homophobic items. Also, selling indie designers' work and mass producing it. But uh, their apology for the sweatshirt was almost as tasteful as the shirt itself. They claimed the bloodstains were simply a natural discoloration mm. and that the bullet holes were simple wear and tear. You know, just <laughs> brand new shit that you get that's stained and torn. A rare case of a brand preferring to throw their own quality standards under the bus rather than just admit they made a shitty joke. At the end of that round, here are the scores. The UK's got Aye, 13. Yeah. The US has seven. Mm. Didn't do much moving there. Now it's time for a round we call This Thing or That Thing. You'll be asked whether something is... This thing or that thing. It'll make sense in a minute. Team US, you are up first. If the UK is good at one thing, it's coming up with crazy names for its towns and villages. From Giggleswick to Loose Bottom, the UK is busting with them. If the UK is good at two things, then the second thing is probably bog snorkeling or some kind of whimsical shit like that. So I'm going to read you a list of names. I want you to tell me if they are genuine names of British places or names of characters in J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. (laughs) In other words, this thing... Or that thing. You ret? Yeah. Yee. Let's do it. Ramsey 40 foot. Tolkien? British place name. Ah, Spunky. Place. 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 Uh, Pity me. Place. Place. For long or fast? Place? Tolkien. Tolkien. Uh, Cat brain. I hope it's a place. I want to live there. Place, yeah. Place. Uh, (laughs) Farmer maggot. I like Tolkien for that. What do you think? Yes, Tolkien. Tolkien is correct. Worm tongue. I'm going to say, okay. Place. I think it's place. Place, place, place. place, place. place. Tolkien. Yes. Got to go with your gut, Wong. Ah! Uh, Marsh Gibbon. Place. Place. Team UK, it's your turn. If there is anything Americans excel at, it would be finding more and more ridiculous things to put in our bodies to make them swell up rounder than Violet Beauregard. Uh, the only thing more ridiculous than the sheer volume of unhealthy treats that we have at our beck and call is the names we give them. I'm talking about candy, if you're confused. Mm. We have a lot of candies here. Uh, with that in mind, I'm going to give you a list of names, and I want you to tell me if they are American candy brands or obscure Muppets. So this thing <laughs> or that thing. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. We're ready. Okay. Behemoth. That's a candy. You wouldn't have a Muppet called Behemoth. It's got to be a candy, right? Candy. You would have a Muppet named Behemoth. Uh, it is a Muppet. Mike and Ike. Muppet. No. No, I no. think that's a candy. Candy. Because it's not, yeah. Candy. Yeah, no, it's a candy. It's a candy. 
Uh, Frackles. Frackles, C-K. F-R-A-C-K-L-E-S. Did that help, getting it spelled? Well, yeah, because you've got Fraggle Rock, haven't you? Oh, and that's a Jim so it's a tr- you think it's a trick? Yeah, whereas so, I think it's I think it's a candy again. Candy. Yeah, candy again. For the third time, candy. Muppets. No! Oh. It's a group, yeah, it's a group of monsters randomly used as background creatures. It's Muppet Extras, basically. Okay. Uh, mean Mama. <laughs> Do you know Mean Mama? No, but I don't know the Muppets very well. I just, no. I just never really got the Muppets. Um, whereas I get candy, <laughs> and I've never had a Mean Mama. No, I've never had a Mean Mama. I think... Should we say candy? Then? Yeah, let's say candy let's again. Let's say candy. Cigar guns, candy. Nope, Muppets. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Snoths. Snoths is going to be a Muppet. It's got to be a Muppet. Yeah, it's got to be a Muppet. It is a Muppet. It's a pair of Muppets. It's the uh, the Muppets go. Oh, they're the Muppets who do the doodoos on either side of the Manamanaga. Did you say a para Muppet? A pair of Muppets. A pair of Muppets. Yeah, like a paralegal. Uh, whatchamacallit whatchamacallit's a candy I've se- I've, I'm certain I've seen whatchamacallit's yeah candy whatchamacallit is a candy yeah. whatchamacallit is a candy splurge splurge I think would be a muppet you wouldn't eat a bar called splurge would you no that uh, could, be, you, could be good for you yeah the um, FDA would have okay, to it yeah muppet um, yeah muppet please it is a muppet yeah <laughs> muppet please uh, pipe bangers oh that's candy. good a candy no, it's Muppets. Oh, it's a group of Fraggles. It's so confident. And Abba Zabba. Oh, oh that could go either that way, couldn't could it? could be anything. Both. I think it's both. Yeah, it sounds like a sort of sweet that was outlawed in the 70s because the sugar content yeah. was too high and everyone turned orange. But um, Ab- what, is Abba, what do you think? What was it? Abba Zabba? Abba Zabba. We've said candy a lot. Should we say Muppet? Yeah. But then we've been wrong a lot. Yeah. Let's say Muppet. Muppet. Incorrect, it's candy. Oh, sorry. Well, you might remember it from our live show in, at the San Francisco Sketch Fest last year. It's way too hard, and it's terrible for you, and it should be pulled <laughs> from the shelves. Uh, but there is also a Muppet named Abby Cadabby, who's uh, like a young fairy. That's uh, That doesn't count. The U.S. Oh, got the edge on British. that one. Woo! Mercy, mercy, town. mercy. Thank you for being here, guys. We're going to be right back with our final round. I'll pray this. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Every week, we release a medical history podcast called Sawbones. We go over the history of the dumbest, grossest, weirdest stuff humans have been doing to each other since the dawn of mankind. But it's a funny show. But it's also so disgusting and stomach-turning, you won't believe it. But it's also, like, <laughs> funny. It's funny. It is the wildest, grossest, nastiest stuff you can imagine. It's a real hoot. It's called Sawbones, and we release it every week on iTunes, wherever podcasts are sold, and right here on MaximumFun.org. Welcome back, y'all. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried a super hard, and I want you to know that it's been as useless as a vacuum cleaner in the desert because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. Mm. This round's a returning favorite of ours. It's called In Defense Of. The rules are very simple. Uh, Each team is given a series of seemingly indefensible aspects of their respective nations, and they must come up with a convincing, or at least a funny, defense for each of them. At the end of the round, I will decide who best talked their way into the hearts and minds of victory. Uh, Okay, so um, I'm going to alternate. Here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to alternate back and forth to keep both of you on your toes. 
Uh, we're going to get a couple minutes on the clock, I guess, and we'll start now. U.S., you go first. Leggings as pants. Defend it. Ooh, uh, uh, it's aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. It, I think they uh, keep both limbs warm the okay. same way a pant all, would. All pants do? Yeah. Uh, there's no pockets. You can't put money in it. You're going to spend less. Mm, I'm unconvinced. Uh, UK, fox hunting. Defend it. Well, foxes are vermin, and obviously we want to make sure everyone, every human in the United Kingdom keeps fit. And fox hunting is a sport. We want to make sure that everyone is not staying on their couch all day. They want to be out there. And also fresh it, air, it, it, the fresh it, air. it increases people's man's affinity with the horse species because they get to ride horses, drunk or otherwise, in order sure. to hunt foxes and rid us of this terrible vermin from the And what fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. I'm actually convinced. Uh, U.S. defend iced tea. The beverage or the wrapper? Uh, both. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Have you seen Coco's backside? Jeez. Oh, that's true. She, she turns me <laughs> on into something. Into a iced, butt lady. Iced I'm tea first. Now. Oh, okay. iced, iced tea first. Tea iced first. tea first. Uh, it's delicious. It's refreshing. If you're in the South, you can get it sweet. You can mm. add lemonade to it and it becomes a golfer. Mm, Arnold Palmer. Defend yeah. the wrapper. Just who else can rap at seventy nine years old? His iced tea. Let me kick his credentials. A young player, bred in South Central, L.A., home say, of the body bag. Say, you want to die? You wear the wrong color rag. I, I did not ask for that, JQ. Uh, UK, <laughs> the show embarrassing that bodies. Explain it, then defend it. Well, sometimes if you have an embarrassing illness, you might not have the confidence to go and see a doctor about it, thinking, "What if it's just me? What if I'm the only person in the world who has this particular disease?" And you flick on Channel Four on a Friday evening, and at ten p.m., Doctor Christian manages to bring one of his patients onto the screen and says, look, this guy has weird lesions on his balls. And you think, that's exactly what I've got. I now have the confidence to go to the hospital where the NHS, the National Health Service, one of the greatest health services in the world, can help you cure those lesions on your balls. Yeah, I've learned How a lot. How on earth do we not have this show? Uh, U.S. Bright, the Netflix movie with Will Smith. Defend it. You don't have to see it if you don't want to because it's, uh, it's not in theaters. You don't have to see anything about it. That's not a defense. Okay. <laughs> it's it's so good they already have ordered a sequel. It's so good that China's probably going to watch it. Um, and what is our greatest export if not Will Smith? True. It's so good they already made it many years ago and it was called Alien Nation. Uh, UK calling sunglasses sunnies. Oh. Defend it. Oh, Indefensible. Stop that. Uh, it's almost as long, but it's not quite as long, so it's a bit quicker <laughs> to say, which makes it easier. Uh, it says... The sun in it, which is something you use them to prevent getting in your eyes, and which sunglasses also yeah, and, and has. Gl- glasses are used for sort of medical purposes, whereas when it's yes. sunny, you're out. It's summer, it's fun, and you want to have fun. And sunglasses sounds too clinical a word, but sunnies, it just brings home the fun of the summer. Yeah, holidays. glasses are for nerds. Yeah, <laughs> sunnies are, are for heroes. Cool people, Glenn's wearing glasses. Yeah. You're turning me around on every single one of these, UK. <laughs> uh, US, you better take up the slack. Right, okay. Snuggies, defend them. Be, you can you can preside in court wearing them. True. You can be on the couch with them. You can uh, stick your feet through the armholes and create a modern dance. Also, it's li- like the the UK the, like the UK argument. Snuggy is shorter than snuggle me. I'm lonely. Uh, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. And I do love to create a modern dance. UK not tipping. Defend it. Oh, you have you keep more money for yourself, which is good for <laughs> yeah. I think rent. Our, um, our 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 waiting staff in the UK tend to be paid more with, the, with because there is uh, there is the immediate assumption that they won't necessarily be tipped. Um, Make and, them work harder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so as a result, um, I I I think um. T- it, 
you really should have pride and passion for the business that you work at rather than your own personal gain. This is a utilitarian country in which you want to do everything for the greater good. You want your restaurant to work. So you, you do everything. You should wait tables for the love of it. Exactly. Yeah, and all the money will exactly. go. And it, it would be unfair for the money to go to the waiter when the chef has been slaving away in the back, the pot washer has been slaving away, the manager has been slaving away in creating the business in the first place. And they're not there anymore, probably because they're on a holiday. And they can't take any of that money themselves. And it's sad. God, this is. I mean, will you run for president? Uh, you, I, was, I can't. I was born. I was born in Hawaii. Um, and, uh, we'll make it work. Well, well, so I try and tell people. Um, yes, yeah, so. we'll make it work. Can you we'll make really? it work? They're, they're easily forgeable. Uh, U.S. Uh, tipping instead of just paying a fucking living wage. Defend it. Incentive. The, the UK had the opposite. No, 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 no. If you don't have a tip to work for, some would say uh, that that you're not going to work as hard because you yeah. want to impress people to get their uh, their tip. Well, then why isn't every job on a tip basis? And who doesn't like having lots of change in dollars? Like, That's who doesn't true. like putting? In, who doesn't? Who doesn't want their income to be dependent on the restaurant's ability to get customers? Yeah, and who doesn't love it when somebody just rounds up their bill? To an even number, so you got to take like sixty-two cents out of the till. Yeah, have that shit. You're right. I'm going to stop tipping. Yeah, you should. Uh, Team UK calling vaginas fannies. Defend it, (laughs) Harriet. Over to you. (laughs) (laughs) I only respond if someone (laughs) asks to see my fanny. So it's the best. The best way, if you want to see mine, that's the best way. Our our Uh, attempt. I think to get our revenge on America for uh, having um, for for winning um, the the War of Independence and and, and having a variety of victories across history over Britain is to make uh, Americans look silly when they come over here and uh, ask if they can purchase a fanny pack anywhere and we can, we can laugh laugh and laugh and think what on earth are you doing? Why are you buying a vagina pack? <laughs> UK, take it all home. Defend the class system. Oh, it's great. Everybody knows where they stand. No one can do better. <laughs> it makes it much easier, generally. And it, it's nice to be able to look up to people, I think, as yep. middle class people. It's nice, people. To be able to look yes. up, it's nice to be able to look up to the Queen and think, oh, wouldn't that be nice? But then at the same time to look down on peasants, paupers and chimney sweeps and go, oh, thank God I'm not them. <laughs> yeah, it really shows you who and where you are. Mm. I like that. Well, the time is up. Let me tally the points. Uh, in my head. You've both given me a lot to think about. Mm. Um, only one of you made me want to actually move to your country, and that's Team UK. Congratulations! Oh, you yeah. have won! You're Yay. the greatest country in the world, Team UK! Yeah. Oh. The accents. You're the, the best! Accents. It is the accents. <laughs> but also, they made some very smart points. They really did. Now, before we finish, uh, do you have anything that you want to plug and then to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you are loving? We'll start with the victorious Team UK. Harriet. Um, so something that I did is uh, my show Bobby and Harriet Get Married, which is on Viceland and Sky Go. And um, yeah. I've also got a podcast called Why Is Harriet Crying? And um, <laughs> it's a different reason every fortnight. So, uh, oh, fantastic. What, <laughs> what's the most recent? Uh, what's the most recent reason? Oh, because Christmas was over. Oh, you cried because Christmas was over. I cried because oh, Christmas Harriet. was over. I was in the bath and it just felt sad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a fairy tale person. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, For me, uh, I'm... uh, Oh, something someone else did, Harriet. Oh, yeah. Oh, something that someone else did. Um, Yeah. Why uh, is Harriet crying and selfish? (laughs) She's crying (laughs) because she's selfish, and so no one wants to be friends with her. Um, So uh, I recommend uh, the Guilty Feminist podcast, which is very good. Okay. Um, I second that. Very good podcast over here. Great. 
Thank you. Glenn? Um, yeah, I'm going on tour in the UK uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, I've never been on tour before, so um, all the details of that are on my Twitter handle, which is uh, the news at Glenn. Um, and uh, I'm on a radio show every morning, Monday to Friday, on Absolute Radio. Um, and the thing that I love that someone else did was a TV sh- an American TV show, which isn't on in the United Kingdom, but I think everyone should watch it, Review with Forrest McNeil. Um, Andy Daly oh, is one of the funniest that? people in the world. And I, I had the pleasure of meeting him in August and I, I must have seemed insane for the amount I, I just kept uh, fanboying over him and saying I just absolutely loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it so much. It's the funniest comedy I've ever seen, so um, everyone should check that out. It's I'm very sad it ended. so great. It's so great. But it ended at the perfect time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, I, I would have loved more, but it, di- it didn't feel like um, it, 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 it tied every loose end up. It was just ideal. Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend is in the band uh, where he when he decided to be Irish. He decided no, to be really? Irish. Yeah, and then there's like the sort of Irish folk band. Yeah, that was, uh, oh. was fun. They get to hang out in, uh, at Tom Bergen's all day. Lucky. That's a little a little vignette from the inside of uh, of Review with Forrest McNeil. Uh, thank you, Glenn. Christina Wong. I'm running for public office at some point. Oh. I made a commitment to do it. I've never molested children or grabbed anybody by the genitals without their, their permission. Uh-huh. But I it's, I feel like I have what it takes to lead something in this country. So that's what I'm working on, is learning notice, how to be a politician. Did you see my level of enthusiasm rise yeah, and then yeah. fall Why, with <laughs> you running for office and then eventually? No, no, I will. Like okay. maybe next year. But okay. I got to learn how this works. Okay. I mean, maybe I don't even need to, obviously. Okay. There are people who have no clue what they're doing. Who are doing so what you're this. plugging is a is vote a Christina Wong for something. something. I'm for running something for something. Eventually. Eventually. Before 2030, maybe sooner. Okay. Um, so vote for me. Great. Ms. Christina Wong. MS Christina Wong on M. Yeah, Twitter. I think you would make a very good and you'll something see me eventually. In, yeah, thank you. Uh, to offset that, like, uh, there's not much. I live in a dark um, cave of shame and hell. So the, the one thing that got me teary-eyed was watching uh, Landry Prep in Louisiana. It's a it's a prep school, um, in a very poor neighborhood, and they they document all their students opening their college acceptance letters, and 100 percent of the kids go to college, and it's like a big screaming sharing. Match. It's such. It's like emotional pornography. I love it. Like oh. they're just. It feels like so hopeful. We need that. Um, Where do we find that? You just look up Landry Prep uh, College app. Oh. Okay. Terrific. Openings. Great. College admissions openings. Jay Keefe. <laughs> Jay Key. What was it? <laughs> Jay Key. Uh, I host and uh, co-produce and co-write a podcast right here on the Maximum Fun Network called Go Fact Yourself. A lot of fun. Uh, you can download it wherever you get your podcast. And also we do uh, tape live twice a month. So if you want to come down, it's free at the Angel City Brewery in downtown L.A. You can go to gofactyourpod.com and follow us on social media, uh, the same address, Go Fact Your Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as far as something else, uh, my favorite podcast is actually a baseball podcast called Effectively Wild. It's from Fangraphs. Uh, baseball is a game similar to your rounders in the UK. Uh, and it's my favorite baseball podcast because it deals with a lot of advanced metrics and uh, advanced stats, uh, which I know about 40% of what they're talking about. But it's really fun. A great community on Facebook as well. Effectively Wild podcast. Fantastic. Uh, I'm on Dave. I'm on Dave Holmes. I am Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter at Dave Holmes. Uh, the thing that someone else made that I would like to uh, to, to recommend is okay. Uh, in Culver City, there is a bookstore called the Ripped Bodice. Oh yeah, my my friend's friends own it. Really? I screwed. I officiated my friend's wedding. I signed the thing wrong. Uh huh. And so we had a meet up there. Oh, nice. Me to resign the uh-huh. thing so they could be married. Yeah, it's it's an all romance novel <laughs> yeah. bookstore, uh, romance novel slash erotica. 
and uh, and I went to their LGBTQ section, and there is like a whole thing of like man on man queer romance. Uh, pirate novels, oh, and, uh, almost I know all. What I'm doing later. Yeah, almost yeah. all written by women. Still, which is interesting. <laughs> um, but I picked up a book, and this is actually this is a magic gay romance uh, trash oh. novel called Rogue Magic by like Kit Brigsby or something like that. <laughs> and uh, and it's That's it's about yeah. I mean, it's like it's <laughs> shitty and supernatural and erotic, and it's real dumb. And I don't want to be the only person in the world who's reading it. So let's discuss it. Go get Rogue Magic, probably on Amazon. It's book by club, Kit book something. Club. Book club. Trashy gay. Boner Book Club. All right. J. Keith Van Stratton, Christina Wong, Glenn Moore, Harriet Kemsley, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We will see you next time on International Waters. Bye-bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with J. Keith Van Stratton, Christina Wong, Glenn Moore, and Harriet Kemsley. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Thank you also to everyone who has left glowing five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, please do it now. It helps us get the word out to new listeners. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. And we all want to be your Valentine. Bye. It is a Muppet. It's a pair of Muppets. It's the uh, the Muppets go do 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 do. My name is not. Do 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 do. They're the, the, they're the Muppets who do the do 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 do's on either side of the Manamanaga. My name is not. Do 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 do. My name is not. Do 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 do. My name is not. Do 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 do